Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six of The Circle Undone. My name is Eric, and I am taking you through a scenario called For the Greater Good with Ashcan Pete, the Drifter, and Duke, Loyal Hound, for the second time because the first time I recorded this, completed the entire campaign, and then lost the audio. So I'm just going to do it again. And now I have a little nugget of wisdom that I can take with me through the scenario. Something else that was drawn to my attention by Frank of Drawn to the Flame, drawn to, get it, drawn to my attention, uh, was that I was using Hawkeye folding camera incorrectly in episode five, I believe, where I was charging Hawkeye when I discovered a clue off of a location, but not the last clue off of a location, which is a pretty big gaffe. And um, I'm going to try not to do that this time. Seems pretty easy now that it's been pointed out. Thank you, Frank, and I appreciate you having a listen. And, and any feedback like that is appreciated. I'd like to know where I screwed up. Um, also in that scenario, there was a hunter enemy that I noticed when I was cleaning the scenario up that I had just totally forgotten about. So if you listen to, there's there's hunter witches in there. I forget what their exact name is. But the second one, the first one I, I, I drew did hunt around the map correctly, but the second one I drew, I just never interacted with again, which is incorrect. Um, let's see. I spent some experience on U catastrophe and I believe so I spent three experience on that and I spent one of the experience that I had left over on swapping out a withering for a second copy of shriveling because I just decided you know what we need to make that change I need to be able to put more damage out and I don't do too much attacking so the charge limitation isn't really an issue so without further ado let's get into the greater good for those who haven't played the scenario in a while um, it's pretty memorable, so if you have played it, you probably remember that there are four keys in this scenario, which I think the Insmith Conspiracy borrowed that mechanic in the form of new actual printed keys, but these are the four tokens. I could be misspeaking. I haven't played any of that, but I did I did review the rules of for that part real quick recently. So Anyway, the tokens uh, in this scenario are... Skulls are minus X, where X is the highest number of doom on a cultist enemy in play. I have three of those in the bag. Two plus one for, for accepting my fate. Or is it, no, for taking the black book. Um, I have no cultists in the bag. I have three, three? Two tablets, two of them, which are minus threes. If you fail, place one doom on the nearest cultist enemy. And I have no elder things. Okay, so I'm going to start at the Lodge Gates, uh, members only, which is two Shroud, one Clue per Investigator. Enemies cannot spawn at the Lodge Gates, and as an action, you can resign. On second thought, maybe coming here was a bad idea. So we'll put our Clue on there. We've got an Agenda, the Hierophant, at 8 Doom to Advance. Force, when you defeat a Twilight Silver enemy, you leave behind some evidence of the scuffle. Move one Doom from each enemy at that location to the current agenda. So we, we want to not kill enemies that have Doom on them, because one's going to come off and, and become permanent. 
Um, and Act 1A, infiltrating the lodge as a reaction after you evade an enemy, remove all doom from it. So, we can evade enemies to get the doom off and then kill them, uh, which is kind of pretty, it's cool and thematic where you can, if you're sneaky and you kill things, then you don't leave behind evidence. But if you're just running around, then you're going to leave it behind. Okay, so I guess that's about all the bookkeeping. I guess let's start the scenario. Drawing our opening hand, we have Resourceful, Moonstone. Ugh, love it. Calling in favors, Lucid Dreaming, also love it, and Hawkeye Folding Camera. That is an opening hand if I've ever seen one. So we're going to keep the Moonstone, the Hawkeye, the Lucid Dreaming. Um... I'm almost tempted to, so we'll keep the resourceful. I would like to see, well, I guess I'd like to see one of the, um, what is it called? Take hearts, because I like the extra card draw there, but we'll discard the calling in favors for now and we'll draw, ooh, 13th vision was gonna be the first weakness that we drew, but we get to set that aside and we draw a leather coat instead that is a that's a bomb opening hand i gotta say so we'll shuffle all these in feeling good everybody uh and the hawkeye and the moonstone are five together so i can put both those down and, and get to work get this clue off the lodge gates so we're at the lodge gates um it's connected to the lodge cellar uh, but the the lodge cellar says the rear entrance to the silver twilight lodge is hidden. You cannot enter the lodge cellar. Lodge gates gains gains action. Investigators at the lo- uh, at the lodge gates spend one clue per investigator to, as a group. Reveal the lodge cellar. So that's that's our way, and we need to get this one clue off of here, and then we can get in. So I think that's enough shuffling. Let's start taking our turns. We got our five resources. We got our opening hand. Um, so first action, we'll play that Hawkeye. No question there. Uh, when we investigate, we'll want to discard the Moonstone to Ready Duke to play it, right? So we can second action and we'll, um, exhaust Duke and investigate the Lodge Gates. We are a four on two. I could discard something here. It would just be a resourceful, but I I don't want to waste that card, so we're just going to do it two on four. Oof. Minus four. Okay. Well, so let's third action discard. Well, no, actually, I'm sorry. Let's use the fast action on Ashcan to discard the Moonstone, but then use the reaction on it to play it. Paying three resources, so now we have a Hawkeye and the Moonstone down. Uh, we uh, we have a Ready Duke, and then last action, I guess, we'll do that uh, investigation again. We'll we'll exhaust Duke. We will investigate. Um, still four on two. Nice and shuffled up. It's a, it's a skull. Um, and skulls again are minus X, where X is the highest number of doom on a cultist enemy in play. So that's a minus zero. So we are successful. 
We successfully investigate using the Hawkeye and we correctly now will charge the Hawkeye and we'll mark lodge gates as being used up for that purpose. So we get plus one willpower here. So we are now a five, six, six willpower, um, two, two, and four. That's pretty good. So that was our first turn. And then on enemy phase, we don't have anything to do here. There's no enemies. And we'll go on to the upkeep. We'll get a resource, we'll get a card. The card is calling in favor as I shuffle that right back up to the top. Pretty cool. We will put a doom. Oh, speaking of, um, I recently, so the, the show, my other shows, uh, I, I'm part of a podcast, a couple podcasts. Um, one one is called, and I guess it's kind of either on hiatus, hiatus or retired, called um, the Meek Informant for the L5R LCG. And then the second is called Train Shuffling, and that's way more niche, and it is for 18xx train games. And anyway, we're supported uh, by one of our, our supporters is um, Maddie from Luxury Playstyle, and he makes uh, just really, really high-end tokens for all sorts of mostly LCGs, including this game. And he sent me a set of the his, his most recent development Doom tokens, and it's got Doom with uh, some really cool enamel and metal. They're all metal tokens. And then on the uh, on one side, and then the other side, there's a like an eye with spiders coming out of it with a clock. It's it's too creepy for my wife to look at when we play, so she wants me to always put it on the Doom side. So in honor of that, I'm going to put it on the the eye side. If you're interested in these, you can go check out um, Luxplay luxplay.com, and if you use the um, promo code LUXINFORMANT, I believe you get 15% off. Anyway, so salesmanship aside, we'll put our one Doom on the Hierophant and move on to Encounter Phase, and we'll draw an Acolyte. Okay, spawns at an empty location, and then he gets a Doom on it. We're all familiar with this buddy. This, this buddy old friend, old buddy old pal of ours, he's gonna get a Doom, we are at two. Two doom. Okay, so encounter phase. I mean, uh, investigation, sorry. Duke was still exhausted. That's blasphemy. Uh, I, we could lucid dreaming up another Hawkeye. Oh, right. Um, we're So we're still at the lodge gates. We will spend an action to reveal it first. And it is the lodge cellar. Okay. Um, second action, I guess we'll move. Ooh, yeah, we'll move there. The acolyte engages us, right? Doesn't it's not aloof for anything. Just checking our agendas and acts. Nope, not aloof. Um, and then third action, we can use. Oh, we can evade it. Get rid of that doom. We're a four. It is a two. You know, we're gonna unwind a little bit here. We're gonna put that acolyte back. Second action, we only have one resource. So even if we lucid dreaming the moonstone, 
That's one, and we're down to zero resources. So one action was to reveal. I'm worried about drawing the amnesia in our deck and then having to discard the moonstone, which I would really like for the purposes of evasion, but I guess let's maybe just keep marching forward and not worry so much because we're we're doing okay. We got both the moonstone and a hawkeye with one charge out. We'll get a second charge soon. So we will do second action move. The Acolyte engages us, and then third action, we're gonna try and uh, evade it. Four on two. Hey, it is a um... God damn it, what's it called, Mythos? Yeah, it's a Mythos token. Wow, blanked. So it's a Mythos, so that uh, readies Duke, but it was already ready, plus two, so we do evade it. Uh, the Doom goes away because we can use the reaction on Act 1A to get rid of the Doom. So that was our turn. Acolyte is going to, in the enemy phase, ready and engage us again. And then we'll get our resource going to two and our card, which is a glimmer of hope. All right. Uh, we'll get a Doom going to two. Then we'll draw on a counter card. Mysterious, mysterious? It's not a, it's not a word, guys. Mysterious chanting. Hex, revelation, place, two doom on the nearest cultist enemy. If there are no cultist enemies in play, search and come back. We would, we would search for one. Uh, so we'll place two on the acolyte. Well, it's an easy one to evade. We just did it. I just, you know, sort of wasted a turn doing it. Uh, yeah, so I guess first action we'll try and evade this sucker. Four and two, we're probably gonna fail this. Let's see, do we have anything else? I mean, we have the, well, we, we've got the glimmer. I'd, I'd, let's commit the glimmer. We can always get it back. Let's go five on two for the evade. It's a minus three and I'm very glad we did. So five on two succeeds, these two doom go away and we evade this stupid acolyte. Great. Now, uh, the Lodge Catacombs, which are south of the Lodge Cellar, say the door to the Lodge, uh, sorry, the door to the Catacombs is locked. You cannot enter the Lodge Catacombs unless you control at least one key, and it shows all the symbols, so any kind. So we can't go that way, so we're gonna move over to the lobby now. Uh, if memory serves, the lobby does have clues, so we might as well uh, exhaust Duke and do an investigate. So we're gonna move investigate all at once. Uh, and lo and behold, there is in fact one clue on there. So we're gonna put that on. Uh, where we move first with Duke and then we get to investigate Shroud three forced after the lobby is revealed, place one random set aside key on it. So we'll take our four keys. I've come to understand that the cultist key is, oh, there we go, we got the cultist key. It's very important as far as the end of the scenario. The last time I played through and lost the audio, I didn't end up with the cultist key and it felt real bad. And now I know I understand how to deal with that, but at the time I didn't. Um, okay, so we're investigating. We are base four. We don't have any bonus yet, so we're just a four on three 
That's not good odds, so we might commit this resourceful. Um, and we'll name, yeah, so we'll do that and we'll name, well, I guess we'll, we'll take the glimmer back. So we are five on three. It is a tablet, which is a minus three. If you fail, place one doom on the nearest cultist enemy. Oh. We, that Acolyte has generated five Doom now. It's just ridiculous. Um, okay, so we didn't succeed, so we won't take anything back. Poor resourceful. We will discard Calling in Favors to Ready Duke. And I think we're going to investigate again. Ah, man, really? Hmm. You know, we'll keep the calling for now. We'll keep Duke exhausted. We'll play that Lucid Dreaming for one, and we're gonna name Hawkeye Folding Camera. And we're gonna go find the other one. Ooh, and I'm kind of regretting now, just looking through my deck, I'm starting at the bottom. And unfortunately I see the black book at the bottom, but then I go up and I see the 13th Vision and Racked by Night Bears, uh, Nightmares. Oh, Racked by Night Bears, that's terrible too. Racked by Nightmares, and then two cards up, Amnesia. All three of the weaknesses in the deck are in the bottom one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards. And I'm about to shuffle them up. There it is. Hawkeye was near the bottom. So let's have a good shuffle. I'm sure that the weaknesses are going to come straight to the top like they usually do, although apparently I managed to put them at the bottom last time. That seems sufficient, I guess. Okay. Hawkeye is in my hand. I need another resource to play it. So first was the move investigate failure. No, first was the, the, the uh, evade. And the second was the move and third was that. So turns over now. I gotta get my little action trackers out here. Are really hard to pick up okay so I don't lose track again so that was the turn enemy phase this acolyte uh, readies but is not a hunter so it stays put and then I get a resource I get a card it's the ace of rods how useful I love you ace of rods you're not a total piece of crap yes you are and then uh, I have way less than eight cards in hand. Top of the round, we add a Doom. Three, four with the Acolyte of eight. And we'll draw an encounter card. And that's Evil Pass, so that's going to go into play in our play area. And uh, when the encounter deck runs out, bad stuff happens. Okay. Um, I like Evil Pass in the beginning because it's like, it's no big deal. It doesn't really matter. We want to play that Hawkeye now before we do any kind of investigating. So we'll do that for two. We have two Hawkeyes down in both of our hand slots. And unfortunately, well, we could use the calling in favors. Oh, but we, yeah, let's commit the calling in favors and exhaust Duke here. 
and we're going to investigate a five on three again in hopes of charging one of these Hawkeyes with uh, well, to its second one. Five on three, we, re <sighs> we reveal a tablet. I failed, so let's place a doom on the nearest cultist enemy. Man, so we're at five doom now. Do we just... Do I draw another card to try and get that intellect? Or do I discard? Let's discard the stupid Ace of Rods, because I won't have the resources to play that anytime soon. And we'll just try again four on three for the lobby investigate. Minus two, we fail. Where was that minus two? The last two times. So we failed twice. Ugh. It's really quite bad. Um, you know, let's play this leather coat. That's our third action. Because I think we might end up needing it. All right, so enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep phase, Duke readies, we get a resource back. We'll draw a card. It's a glimmer of hope. Hey, that's that's a thing. Next turn we can um, get the glimmer back and then commit both to definitely do that. I feel like this is just like, this is this initial hump. We gotta get past to get these Hawkeyes charged. I got them both out, plus a Moonstone and a Leather Coat. Come on, it's gotta happen, but I have nothing in my hand at all. Uh, yep, so that was upkeep, and then we'll add a doom. We're going to six now. I gotta get this, get back, clear that acolyte, I feel like, even though it will cost us actions for moving around. We'll draw on a counter card. It's an expulsion. Oh, the cultist is gonna come to us. So, since there are cultists in play, the nearest cultist enemy readies moves one location at a time until it reaches your location, engages you, and makes an immediate attack. And then it would steal all of our keys, but we don't have none. So it makes an attack, it does one damage to us. Ooh. So, hurdy, let's put it on the leather coat. And this is, that was, that actually just saved us actions. That's amazing, I like that. So, then it's time for the turn and um, I guess we go, so we've got this Acolyte to deal with. That is annoying. We'd like to evade it to get, let's, let's just try and evade uh, four on two. We draw a Mythos, ah, all right. So we get rid of two of the Doom. Remove all Doom from it, yep, and then we exhaust it and it's in the lobby. We'll second action, draw the, we'll play, we'll play the resource, or pay the resource to get our second glimmer of hope back from the discard pile. And then third action, investigate. Or do we, since we have these, attack with Duke and kill this stupid acolyte? Or is it just not something to worry about right now? I don't think it's something to worry about. Let's let's actually put both of these glimmers towards this test, and we're gonna investigate with Duke. Four, five, six, with the two glimmers. Six on three. It's a plus one, of course it's a plus one, this game. Ah! Um, so we get the clue, 
We have two clues now. We can advance, advance the act, but before we do that, let's charge up both of our Hawkeye folding cameras. Now we have two charges on one and one charge on the other. So we have a, uh, with Duke, a base intellect for investigating of a five, which is nice. And a willpower of four, five, six, seven with the Moonstone. That's pretty nifty. I like that. And that was our third action. So enemy phase, this acolyte readies, stands up and, um, well, stand, readies and then engages us. And then in upkeep phase, we're gonna ready Duke, we're gonna gain our resource, going to one resource, and we're gonna take stunning blow into our hand. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Uh, we can attack, and if we fail to attack, at least we, no, 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 no. Yeah, it doesn't matter for the Acolyte, because we'll kill it anyway if we do any damage. Um, yeah, okay, so Doom, we're back to four, now we're on five. Five of eight Doom, we'll draw an encounter card. It's a Mysteries of the Lodge. Place one Doom on the nearest coldest enemy, then until the end of the round, increase difficulty to fight, evade, or parley with that enemy by two. If no Doom is placed by this effect, Mysteries of the Lodge gains Surge. So, we'll put the Doom on the Acolyte that's engaged with us. We have five, six now total, and it's the time for our turn. We have a Stunning Blow in hand. We've got Duke that's fighting at a four. This thing is now a five. So if we commit Stunning Blow, we're a five on five. That's, that's very bad odds. We want to evade it anyway, but it is now a four. And we're a three, four as well. Four on four also seems bad. Jeez. Um, well, we can fast action take this clue, I guess, or this, this key. You know what? Until we leave this location, I don't want to do that because I know there are encounter cards in here that hurt you for, for even just holding the keys. So... We have a leather coat that can take one more damage. Mm. I guess we just take empty swings at let's let's first let's try and evade four on four. That seems fine. We don't need to pump anything for that. Let's do four on four. Evade. We can clear this doom if we catch it. So oh great. So it's a tablet, so we add another doom. Now we really gotta do it. So um all right, so now the stakes are so high, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, that we'll advance next turn if I don't finish this up. So second action, I think we're gonna um, pay the resource to take both of the Glimmer of Hopes back in our hand because that card exists. We're gonna take an Attack of Opportunity. Um, we'll put it on our Leather Coat and, and discard that. Thank you, Leather Coat, for serving your excellent purpose. Then we are going to commit both of those Glimmer of Hopes back again to evade, and we are going to be a four, five, six on four, six on four. And we draw, draw a skull, which is the highest number of Doom on Occultus, which is minus two, which uh, means we're successful, and we get to get rid of two Doom, and we evade this Acolyte. I am really struggling with this Acolyte. It's incredible. But... Um, that is our second and third action, second to draw the Glimmer of Hope, and then 
Third, to use them to evade, get rid of those those doom. Uh, man, I'd like to just kill the stupid acolyte, and I guess I will be able to hopefully next turn if I want to. Um, so enemy phase, it readies and engages with us for the nth time. Um, we'll ready Duke. We'll get our single resource, which is just so far been used to grab our glimmer of hopes back, and we'll draw a card. Uh, and it's uh, racked by nightmares. So, so I did this out of order. Um, Duke should not be readied yet, I believe. And and I draw the racked, racked by nightmares. I'm not. I'm apparently just gonna say racked by nightmares over and over again. So maybe that's just the thing that happens on this podcast is that you get racked by nightmares. Racked by nightmares is. Pete's signature weakness and uh, revelation exhaust all assets you control. Oh, it doesn't matter the order. So we exhaust all assets uh, you control. The only one that matters for is Duke. So I'm not going to bother with the Hawkeyes and the Moonstones. Um, assets you control cannot ready. And then two actions to discard. <sighs> Racked by nightmares. Excuse me. So that's, that's not great. Uh... That was my draw. And we have a stunning blow in hand. We'll go to the top of the round. We'll put our seventh, no, sixth, sixth of eight doom on the agenda. We'll draw a Centuries of Secrets, test five willpower. Finally, a test that we can handle. For each point you fail by, discard the top card of the encounter deck. If a curse, treachery is discarded by this effect, deal one direct damage to your investigator and each of your ally assets. So we are a four plus one, two, three. So we're a seven. So we're just a base seven on five. That's pretty nice, up two. We draw minus two, we don't fail by a thing. Nice, Ashcan, good job. All right, more centuries of secrets. I'll take that all day. Feels pretty, pretty fine. So it's time for the turn. Let's. Duke is not ready, and that that's really bad because Duke is necessary to kill this stupid acolyte. Um, or I could evade it again. I guess that's the best option here. Evade and then double action to get rid of Racked. I'm never gonna do anything in this scenario otherwise. Hmm. No. We'll we'll take one attack of opportunity to do the, the double action on Racked. We'll discard it. And so the Acolyte's going to attack of opportunity. We'll put it on, on Duke. No, we'll put it on Ashcan. Why would I do that? Duke is so good. So, yeah, we got an attack of opportunity. We're going to discard Stunning Blow to ready Duke. And then we'll attack. Uh, four on three. Is that... So we did one action. Should we do the stupid glimmer thing again? Take another damage? To get rid of an Acolyte? Really? I need a damage pump in this deck. I don't like taking tests when I'm one up, like ever. I, I just know I'm gonna fail them. I've made my decision. We are going to attack. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna attack. Up, up by one. So, uh, let's hope it's a zero. We kill it. We kill the stupid acolyte. Oh, finally. Okay, so that was a double action to discard Racked by Nightmares, Attack of Opportunity, and then last action to 
kill off the acolyte. So the acolyte is gone. And we, we're sitting here with a lobby with that cultist key, which is great. I don't know if like the number of keys that you end up with the scenario with matters, but I think we could just go straight now, straight down to the lodge catacombs and not worry about the other stuff because we got lucky on which key we got and, and, we, and I happen to know what key the scenario wants us to have in the inner sanctum. Okay, so that was our turn. Enemy phase, there's none. And then upkeep will get a uh, resource back. Go into two resources and we'll draw amnesia. Wow, I did, I shuffled all those weaknesses up to the top of my deck. Great. So I have nothing in my hand, uh, so that doesn't matter. It was a good time to draw it at least. At the top of the round, we're gonna put our seventh doom down of eight and we'll draw an encounter card and it's mark of the order surge and then revelation check which investigator controls each each key and then uh if you have different keys you'd either take a damage a horror discard two random cards or lose three resources we don't have any keys because i've been at least smart enough to not pick that one up while i didn't need to but it gains surge call to order Find the two topmost cultist enemies in the encounter discard pile and spawn them in the empty location with the most remaining clues, which is right now none. If no cultist enemies are spawned by this effect, call to order gain surge. Encounter discard pile, the top two. Well, I think the only one we've killed is just the one. It's that one acolyte that won't die, the unkillable acolyte. And we get to spawn it. Uh, yeah, so so I think that this the way this works is that you would go to search for the top two, the two topmost, I find one, and I do it, and because the last clause says if no enemies are spawned, then it gains surge, well, one was spawned, and so it doesn't gain surge, so that's kind of nice. So I can put it either in my way or out of my way. I actually don't know what that is. I, I I might go down to the lounge and try and do some stuff, or I could head straight down to the catacombs. Um, I think I'm going to put it in the lounge, and I'm not even going to like engage at all with that. Oh, no, but after it spawns, um, it, it gets a doom on it, which means that it is going to advance. We will definitely... This is actually the witching hour, so it doesn't matter. So we'll we'll put it, sure, at the lounge... It is going to get a doom, and uh, it wasn't the witching hour. This was after the seventh doom. Okay, so next turn it will. It will actually. So it's the same thing. We've already checked for advancing. Um, well, I guess investigation phase now. Let's we'll scoop the cultist key, and we'll move uh, one lodge cellar two to the catacombs because we have at least one key. We'll reveal that, and it's a zero clue location for Shroud. Forced when Lodge Catacombs is revealed, put the set-aside inner sanctum and each of the set-aside sanctum doorway locations into play. So inner sanctum and the two sanctum doorways, they're in play, and the door to the inner sanctum is locked. You cannot enter the inner sanctum unless you control the cultist key. Well, turns out I do. So that was one, two, third action. Um, I guess we'll use Duke. 
to try and do the investigate thing at the inner sanctum and see what happens. I don't remember what's underneath that card, so we'll find out. So we'll flip that over. Inner sanctum has one clue per investigator. I still haven't advanced the act at all. That's funny. Uh, so anyway, we get the random clue on inner sanctum, and after it says, after inner sanctum is revealed, place one random set aside key on it. So we'll take our remaining three keys, put them on my hand, and shuffle them up, and it looks like we get the elder thing key. And we're there. We're investigating four, five with the Hawkeye. And that's it. We've got a, a naked hand, so five on four. It's a plus one. We get that clue. That feels pretty good. We also get to charge our Hawkeyes. So now we are going to investigate at a five if we use Duke. And all three on one of them, two on the other. Hawkeyes, man, they're double Hawkeyes is pretty good. All right, so let's see. That was uh, one, two, and three. That's all three actions. That's not done. We couldn't grab that other key if we need it, but I don't know why we would. I think at the start of our next turn, we'll spend two of these clues and we'll we'll advance the act. Yeah, so, so we're done. Enemy phase, the acolyte doesn't do anything. It's hanging out. Um, we'll get our resource back in the upkeep phase. We'll draw a card. It's a moonstone. Hey, another moonstone. That might be helpful. We still have no spells. Nothing to do damage. I don't remember if I need to do damage in this scenario. That's, okay, it's been urging me. That's that's why I have been having such a hard time with like basic stuff. Duke is supposed to be a holdover, not the only way I can fight. So, all right, so we drew our stuff. We go to the top of the round. We, we advance the act now. We put our one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth doom out of eight on the agenda. Set those aside and we'll advance it. Discard the top five cards in the encounter deck in player order. Each investigator must draw a cultist enemy discarded this way. I'm sure we're gonna get one. Top five. Call to order, centuries of secrets, mark of the order, that's three, wizard of the order, and evil pass. We just drew the one. So we draw the wizard of the order and must must draw but he says spawn an empty location and it's got retaliate and then forced at the end of the mythos phase place one doom spawns in an empty location so i guess we put it at the catacomb so that we can get to it if we need to or you know what let's put it at the lodge cellar so that if we're on our way out we only need to take one attack of opportunity yeah let's put it at the lodge cellar we're gonna have to go back that way anyway if things go our way. That was uh, that was just the doom. The next agenda is agenda 2A, ends and means. Each silver twilight enemy in a sanctum location loses aloof. Yep, that, that's just our card, our, our doom and agenda advancing, and then we draw an encounter card, and it's expulsion. Well, there's that wizard. So it's gonna move to us and engage us and make an immediate attack 
but it doesn't say as if it were the enemy phase, so I don't think it engages, or uh, I'm sorry, exhausts. So the Wizard of the Order does one damage to us. We'll put that right on Ashcan. I think pretty soon we're gonna look at putting some on Duke, but I think we wanna do that last. I don't have the calling in favors to take the Doom off and put Duke back down, do that fun trick. The Wizard of the Order steals our cultist token though. So we gotta deal with this guy. He's got two health. We have a Moonstone in hand and that's it. Duke is ready. We have three resources. So if we discard the Moonstone, we can actually play it. I sure would love that spell. We can evade the wizard for now, but we can't get the, the token off of it, the, the key. Attacking with Duke is not so great. We could do the, the Glimmer of Hope thing. Again, that's that's an old trick, I guess. Or evade and, and draw some cards and try and get a spell to play. That also seems pretty bad. The Glimmers would would let us do two damage and kill him. So I guess let's do that. that. That seems like the surefire thing. So we'll pay one resource to draw the glimmers. We'll take the attack of opportunity. Uh, that's gonna go on Ashcan. Again, that's three of six. And then we'll commit both of the glimmers to attack using Duke. So we're a six on four. It's a plus one. And we kill the Wizard of the Order. That's kind of nice. We'll get that key back. Now, let's advance, advance the agenda. So we'll take two clues. So that was one, two actions. We have one remaining action left here. We're advancing the, the act, I'm sorry, not the agenda. The inner sanctum is in play, so we skip the, put it into play. Spawn the set-aside Nathan Wick, yep. Nathan Wick gets spawned in the inner sanctum. He is engaged with us because he, well, actually he doesn't have aloof anyway. He is a three, five, four, retaliate, humanoid, cultist, silver twilight, elite, action parley, test, Three willpower to persuade Nathan to let you find another option. If you succeed, place one resource on Nathan Wick. Then if you uh, are if there are one per investigator resources on him, add him to the victory display. If you fail, Nathan Wick attacks you. So I think when you add those resources, you do it from the pool. You don't place it. It says place. It doesn't say pay one resource. So I don't know. I guess grim rule in this case. Um, whatever's worse for me, I, I'll I'll pay it because it's one. But I don't. I'm not positive on that. Act two a, obtaining the device. What if the lodge is planning? It involves a device. They will do anything to open. It seems a lodge member by the name of Nathan Wick holds the device at the moment, one way or another. You have to get your hands on it. Objective: If Nathan Wick is added to the victory display by any means, choose an investigator to take control of the attached puzzle box and advance. So this willpower test is super easy for us because we are four, five, six, seven. Um, if I managed to get one more resource and discard this Moonstone, we'd be an eight, but that just feels like overkill. So last action before we get attacked by Nathan, we're going to do the parlay test. 
7 on 3, we draw a minus 3, and we add him to a victory, the victory display. We'll, we'll take one of our resources and, and place it on him. He is in the victory display. We gain control of the puzzle box. Okay, and, and puzzle box is a zero-cost asset, forced. When you are defeated, give control of the puzzle box to another, another investigator, and in an action... Unlight a brazier at your location, exhaust the spectral watcher, or deal five damage to the spectral watcher if it is if it is exhausted. This action does not provoke attacks of opportunity from the spectral watcher. Group one wants for game. So that's ours now. Nathan's in the victory display. We advance Act Two A to Act Three A. Act Three A objective: If investigators at the same location control the puzzle box, and then all four keys advance. So that was our final action. Yeah, and that's it. So enemy phase, there's an acolyte across the map and that's it. There's nothing else on the map. So we're gonna ready our ready Duke. We're gonna gain a resource. We'll draw a card. It's a guiding spirit. That's kind of nice for extra intellect. Um, although I guess we don't really need it because we're a six right now, but that'll, be, that'll make us a seven for one. That's pretty good. And then we're gonna to go to the mythos phase. We'll add the first of 10 doom. I think we might have time to actually do this right and get all the keys at this point. That's pretty good. We'll draw an encounter card. It's beneath the lodge. If you control at least one key beneath the lodge gains peril and its skill test gets plus one difficulty. Revelation test three intellect. For each point you fail by, you must either lose one clue or take one horror. Well, I have a clue, and my intellect is two, three, four. So it's a four on three base. Um, I think I need the clues later, so I'd rather not lose those. But yeah, I guess we're just going to go four on three because we have no other way to boost it right now. Hey, wow, we drew the Mythos token again. That's plus two ready Duke, so nothing happens there. Um, I feel like the guiding spirit is probably the most useful thing at this point. But uh, so fast action, we'll, we'll we'll grab this key, the elder thing key. First action, we'll move out of the inner sanctum. We'll go back to the lodge catacombs. I know that in the lounge, there's the dude that you that you talk with. Let's let's move over to where I know there are keys. We'll go up to the lodge. So it was one action to move to the lodge catacombs, two to the lodge cellar, and then we'll go to the, over to the lobby, three. And that's our whole turn. Nothing enemy phase, get a resource, draw a card, and it's an overpower. That's kind of nice. We'll put our second of 10 doom on the agenda. And our encounter card is, again, it's a beneath the lodge. It's test three intellect. And for each point you fail by, you must either lose a clue or take one horror. We're gonna do it, yeah, four on three again. It's a skull. Skulls are the highest number of doom on occultists, which is a zero, so we pass that again. That's pretty lucky. And now we have the Acolyte to deal with. I would like to play this Guiding Spirit, but I don't think I need to. And the Moonstone is probably going to be more useful. Let's, let's use Duke 
to move and investigate in case there's clues here. There are two clues per investigator. Forced in the lounge. After the lounge is revealed, put the set-aside vault and library locations into play. Put the set-aside August Linquist asset into play in the lounge and place one random set-aside key on him. And August Linquist, who is going to get the skull key, he's just an asset, elegant and elusive, and he's cultist silver twilight traded action investigators at august linquist location spend two clues as a group per investigator two clues per investigator as a group and i have one parley each investigator who spent at least one clue must either take one damage or one horror remove august linquist from the game and take control of his key so i need to get a clue i'm in the middle of an investigate here though i'm a base four because the duke five six because of the two hawkeyes it's a minus three, and that was a shroud of two, so I pass, I get a clue. I don't charge a Hawkeye, because I'm not cheating this time. And I can spend an action. August is not an enemy, but the Acolyte is engaged with me. That Acolyte that was hanging out in the lounge. Let's discard the Moonstone to ready Duke, and then because I discarded Moonstone from my hand, I get to react and play it, paying its cost, so I pay three. We have double Moonstone down, so now we have extra willpower and extra evade. We wanna attack this Acolyte, probably. Let's see, what how, what was our actions? One to move in and investigate, and that, that's it. We have two left, yeah. So I can either almost definitely evade the Immortal Acolyte because I'm five of eight on his two, or I can attack. I don't really want to use the overpowered for that, but the overpowered would at least draw me a card, which is nice. Yeah, let's kill this stupid acolyte, and we'll use the overpowered. So we'll commit that and exhaust Duke. So that means that we are at a four, five, six on three. It's a minus one. We kill the Acolyte, Overpower draws us Eucatastrophe, and last action, we will spend the two clues per investigator to take the key off of August, and now we either need to take a damage or a horror. And looking at that, I think horror is more in the budget. So we'll put one on Duke, and August is removed from the game. Uh, that's the last action. And we're done. We have three of the four keys. We have two of ten doom. So I believe in one of the remaining locations we can go find the baddie that holds that last key. And then we'll be done. Cool. So upkeep, we'll get a resource back. We'll draw a card. Let it be. Yes, it's a shriveling. Yes. Now I just need some more resources to play it. Um, but I think we have plenty of time for that, so that's pretty good. Top of the round, we'll put the third of 10 Doom. We'll draw our encounter card, and it is the Knight of the Inner Circle. Is this the guy? No, it's not the guy. It's a 4-4-2, Humanoid Cultist Silver Twilight. Spawn any location connected to yours and preys on the most keys. Alert, aloof, hunter. Any Any... 
Each silver twilight enemy in a sanctum location loses aloof. Uh, force after you enter Knight of the Inner Circle's location or vice versa. Test for agility. If you fail, Knight of the Inner Circle engages you. So he's just sort of like there and doesn't matter. Any location connected to yours. So we could either put him on the vault or the library. And um, I, I think we'll put him on the library, knowing this scenario well enough that I, I, I know that there are are no keys there, so hopefully we don't ever have to. Oh, it's a hunter, so he'll come after us, but it's, we'll see. Okay, so that, that was our encounter card, and it's time for the investigation phase. I'm in the lounge. It is connected to the vault. So first action, we'll move to the vault. Uh, we're using Duke, and it's uh, using Duke as in, I'm exhausting Duke to investigate. The vault is a four-shroud location with one clue per investigator. Forced after the vault is revealed, place one random set-aside key on it with a victory one. So the last key is the tablet key. We put a clue on it. We can't get the clue, or the key, I'm sorry. We can't get the key unless all the clues are off that location. But that wasn't the case with August Lindquist. Even though there was a clue still on his location, the key was on him. So we're investigating. We are a six Six on four. You catastrophe. We could commit that to go eight. I think this is the last thing that matters here. Yeah, we're gonna commit it and go eight. Eight on four. It's a zero. We get the clue. We fast action grab the key. We have all four keys. The act then advances. Though the box itself seems to fight you at every turn, with all four key components in your possession, you finally manage to piece together how to open the contraption. First, you twist and contort the box's many mechanical devices, until the image on its lid lines up perfectly with the diagram in your possession. Next, you chant the Latin incantation inscribed on the small wooden plaque you found. It takes a few tries to get it right, but eventually you hear a click as the surface of the wooden container shifts and changes. A round indentation has appeared on the side of the box, matching the size of your mysterious black onyx coin. As soon as you place the coin inside, another wooden panel opens on the other side, revealing a keyhole. Finally, you insert the key of bone into the keyhole and turn it. The lid begins to open, and suddenly the entirety of the room is engulfed in a rush of air as all light, color, sound, and matter is sucked into the box. Check campaign log. If investigators are members of the lodge, I'm not R1, otherwise R2. Resolution 2. Every fiber of your being is stretched as the box pulls you in. However, before it can accomplish its task, you manage to reach out and slam the lid shut. You shudder uncontrollably as your senses slowly return to you. This box is more dangerous than you could have imagined. In the hands of the Lodge, it could have been a powerful weapon, though you're not sure what they intended to do with it. Just then, you hear several Lodge members approaching. You quickly shift one of the room's bookcases aside and hide behind it before they can enter the room. You're sure you heard something in here? I don't see anybody, one of them says. Hmm. The other pauses, presumably inspecting the room for signs of intruders. Must have been nothing. It's all right, 
We're all a bit on edge since the trap box went missing. Come on, we don't want to be late to the ceremony. Tonight's an important night. Their footfalls become softer as they depart. The man's words linger in your thoughts momentarily. What did he mean by tonight being an important night? This could be just as important as the puzzle box they had been attempting to open. You quietly follow the two men as they head deep into the tunnels beneath the lodge. You struggle to keep up with them while trying to keep your footsteps silent on the stone floor of the passageway. Finally, they enter a large door with the familiar three arrows of silver twilight emblazoned along its surface. Ritualistic chantings fill the hall from the other side. You approach softly, placing your ear against the door to listen in. Brothers and sisters, an elderly man announces, thank you for coming to this hallowed gathering. The time we have long waited for approaches. You recognize the man's voice. It's Carl Sanford, president of the Silver Twilight Lodge. For many decades, the Order of the Silver Twilight has pursued knowledge that can elevate humanity. We have defended against threats to our very existence. We have sacrificed everything for this sacred cause. Now, one of these threats terrorizes our city. And once again, we must do what has to be done in order to protect it. The crowd responds with solemn approval. Tonight, we will complete the ritual we began many nights ago at the center of the unvisited isle. Tonight, we will finally bind the revenant and learn what it knows. We must not allow the secrets of Azathoth to be lost to those who will do humanity harm. The cult replies with a monotone hymn, and you take this opportunity to flee the lodge before you're discovered. The conspiracy you've unveiled leaves you with even more questions. If the revenant Mr. Sanford speaks of is what you think it is, binding it will surely protect Arkham, as he claims. But what knowledge do they seek to learn from it? And what in the hell is an Azathoth? In your campaign log, record the investigators discovered how to open the puzzle box. Any one investigator may choose to add the puzzle box story asset to his or her deck. I will choose to do so. Each investigator earns the experience equal to victory X. Um, I get any? I got one. <laughs> is it just one? one? I could have just hung around and gone experience hunting, honestly. All right, so that was a better resolution than the last time that I tried this, but I wanted to have something on the podcast, so replaying it, I guess, when you sacrifice the integrity of the, the campaign for the sake of having something to publish instead of saying, and I did that scenario, but it's gone. So hopefully you were able to follow along. I know I did some hemming and hawing there. I apologize for that. And yeah, I look forward to doing union and dissolution with you guys and gals. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night.